welcome to the Plan Simple Meals podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, one meal at a time. The Plan Simple Meals podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier, happier home. Listen in for informative conversations and valuable strategies to make meals healthy, meaningful, and fun. Let's do this. Hey, you guys, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Meals podcast. I am super excited for this interview today with Jenny Fennig, who I'll give you her official bio in a sec, but she has become a friend, she's a mentor, and I met her by reaching out to her after I met her on a podcast. Nothing to do with this podcast, but I just knew I had to meet this girl. It was like three years ago, and I think I heard her on Allie Brown's podcast, and Everything she said resonated with me, and then I realized she had coached with a similar person who I had coached with when I first got into this online world, and then I realized that she lived in Massachusetts, and to me, because I'm not from here and not everyone in my world is in Massachusetts, I was just like, oh my God, she lives in my state, and she lives right near this amazing place called Kripalu, which is sort of a yoga and retreat center. And it just so happened that just two weeks later, I was going there to celebrate my 40th birthday. So I called her up and I was like, I would love to meet you. And she had no idea who this crazy person was, but she came and met me for dinner. And I just knew she was a great girl. So I'm super excited to have her on this podcast. Since then, she's actually the one who gave me most of my tools and strategies I know around coaching. Um, because I come from the design world, I feel like my my tool set was more around consulting and giving people info. And I, I realized I needed some coaching tools as I was going around the country speaking this year. And she gave me lots of those. So I'm really excited to dive in with her. We talk a lot about planning both from a calendar perspective, but also a spiritual perspective, which she has a lot to offer on. So I think you guys are really going to dig this. But before we dive in, I have two announcements, of course. I feel like I always have two announcements. The first one is, you guys, you're not going to want to miss this prize. We're doing a giveaway right now. I keep saying it's worth over $1,000, but I think it's worth well over $1,000. And it includes things like a gift certificate to anthropology. It includes e-courses. Everything in this giveaway is based on this back-to-school theme of getting back to school as a mama and taking care of yourself. So you get your wardrobe. There's a lot of food prizes. So a membership to Thrive Market, which is an amazing way to order online. A couple meals from Sunbasket, which are meals just delivered straight to your doorstep. What else is in there? These amazing e-courses, some of my favorite books with a lot of great tips. Oh, and this amazing online meal planner. You get a year-long membership. The winner gets a year-long membership to this plant-based meal planner by a guy named Rich Roll. And it is amazing. You go in and you put in your food preferences and out comes your menu for the week with shopping lists. So you're going to love that. And part of the giveaway is also the Flow Planner, which is my product, which is hopefully coming out soon. It is coming out soon, which I'm really excited to tell you about. And that's actually going to be my next announcement. 
But before that, I want you guys all to enter to win. There's only one lucky winner, but maybe it'll be you. So you just go to plansimplemeals.com join and you enter. And then once you enter, the more people you share it with, the higher your chances are of winning. So I know everyone has some friends who would love all the things in this goodie bag for mama. So go and enter today and share it with your friends. I will greatly appreciate that. All right, so that's that. So the second big thing coming up is that I am launching a planner, a physical calendar of sorts. It's called the Flow Planner, and it is a book that is 90 days worth of planning that is the first planner that I know of that puts food on the same pages as the rest of your life. So it's kind of like, what you would imagine a workbook in school or a paint by numbers thing where I am actually, you're answering questions. So you know what your top priorities are for the next 90 days around your work, around your home, around what you're gonna eat. And then from a, at a monthly view, at a weekly view, and at a daily view, you go in and you fill out what you need to get done. So you basically have no more excuses. Everything's in this book. It's not in 150 notebooks and pieces of paper around the house. You're organized, you feel great, and it's undated. So if a kid gets sick, if you travel for a second, you don't worry, you have this system that you can plug right back into. So I'm so, 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 so excited about this. It's that thing that isn't gonna have that high of a entry point like some of my programs do, even though I try to make them as affordable as possible. I know a couple hundred dollars isn't always the easiest. Plus, I this is part of from my programs. This has come out of my program. So you're going to love having this in a book format. It's beautiful. Uh, I am trained as a designer. So this feels like all my worlds coming together. And I'm really excited about it. But I am going to need you guys' help on launch day. So what I would love you to do is go sign up at theflowplanner.com. You can read a little bit more about it there. Again, it's theflowplanner.com. And you can read more about it. You can sign up. And on that day, I will send you, it's going to go live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on September 20th, which is a Wednesday, a new moon. I don't know how I know that, but I do. And yeah, the, the early birds are going to get a great deal. The cheapest it's ever going to be for sale. And you're just going to love it. I can't wait to share it all. I, I'm actually waiting for the four different first colors that are coming out so I can send you guys real pictures. I'm, I'm so excited to do that for right now. You get to see the interior a little bit on that page. Super excited. But on the 20th, before you press buy, you will see all the beautiful pictures. All right. So let's get into our interview for today. Official bio, Jenny Fennig is an entrepreneur, coach to gutsy women, author, and spiritual brand strategist. She wrote the bestseller, Get Gutsy, a sacred, fearless guide for finding your soul's calling and living your dream. She's also a mom to three kids, ages eight, six, and three. By the way, her book is really a great one. It's an easy read, and if you are... In corporate America, I'm feeling stuck or in something that you feel a little bit stuck on. You know there's a little bit more, but you're not sure how to get there. Her book is a great starting point. It's a really great read. So I highly recommend that. Um, there's a link in the show notes, but again, it's called Get Gutsy. You can find it on Amazon. 
So with no further ado, let's welcome Jenny to the show. Hello, Jenny. Welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Meals podcast. I am super, super excited to have you here today. Mia, me too. We're going to have a blast. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm super excited because there's just so many different areas of your life where you talk about a lot of the things that I'm super passionate about right now. So where to start? Well, tell everybody a little bit. I mean, I've already introduced you from a high level, um, but Mm -hmm. tell everybody a little bit about where you are as a mom and what that looks like with your work. Oh my goodness. Okay. Good question. I like it. Well, where I am as a mom is I have three children, eight, six, and three. My two oldest are boys and my, my youngest is my, my girl, um, which is really fun. It's super fun. I'm, I'm very grateful that I have my children and it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And, uh, how old are they now? Beautiful work. Eight, six, and three. Yeah. So they're, they're young. They're in it and it's physical, especially yeah. with my daughter. It's very physical and, you know, just getting her in her car seat is, is like sometimes like, I can't do it. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I don't know. I give up, but um, it's a blast. And last, uh, this past school year, we stumbled into homeschooling with my oldest son, which was totally not planned, but that's what happens in life. You know, I, yeah. I joke, you know, life is what, happy, is what happens when you're busy making other plans. And so we eventually surrendered and realized, well, that is actually the best path for him. And, uh, when this school year begins, we're going to be homeschooling my, my middle child as well, my other son. So, um, we're in the, the mix of, of homeschooling as well as preschool for my daughter. And, and then my business is, is full and exciting and it's definitely a creative pursuit for me, but it's very much a business where I'm looking at, you know, the P and L and, this project versus that project and what resources are we going to use and what uh, provides fulfillment for me at this stage in my career and how does this weave into my family commitments and how I'm here to serve you know my family and and my people and myself and my soul so it's this beautiful medley that on days that it's working really well it works really well and there's days that it it's like crazy (laughs) you know falling apart because uh, you know, the babysitter got sick or, um, this curveball got thrown at us. And, you know, we, I've learned that life is a series of cycles and seasons and I'm, I'm in one right now and I'm embracing it. And I'm, and every day I, I just show up and I say, you know, how can I help somebody today? How can I serve today? And my business allows me to do that. And I'm so freaking pumped that I designed something not knowing the type of family I would have and where we would be, but it allows me to not have to choose between, you know, working on something that I love and being the kind of mom that I want to be yeah, and wife. And it's interesting because I feel like you probably have this because I know I've experienced it, that you really are living just because I feel like I've heard enough stories about your family as well. Mm-hmm. If you almost seem like you're living two full lives. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there's people out there like, how does she have time? Because you're mm-hmm. a very hands-on mom and mm-hmm. you have a big business, you know, and mm-hmm. it's, it, it, it's, it, you travel and you serve a mm-hmm. lot of people and you, you know, mm-hmm. you're doing a lot of things that might take other people 80 hours a week, but mm-hmm. you make it happen in mm-hmm. pro- assuming less time than 80 hours a week. Yes. <laughs> much less, yeah. much less time than that. Mm-hmm. So let's ta- talk about, part of what we're not part, but what goes into 
making it so that you can prioritize the right things both around your family and your work and how you sort of go about that um, in a season, in a week? Like, what's your planning process behind what you know, how you know what you can handle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great question. Well, I very much am tapped into you know, where, what season am I in? Um, summer feels different for me than winter, than mm-hmm. fall, than spring. I mean, legit. And I live in the Northeast. I live in New England. You know, you and I live in the same state. We have four seasons. Yeah. And it's great because I grew up in the South where we had like one season, basically. We had summer and then summer light. But uh, here where we have these four distinct seasons, it's it's taught me so much about embracing the energy and the time and this uh, place that, that we are in. And so what I'm working on in the summer and my energy levels are different than where I am in the winter. Yep. And, you know, and I'm grateful for that. And then I know you're so into food and your foods reflect that as well. So what I'm looking at is what is my bandwidth? Um, where are the children? Are they, you know, quote, now that we homeschool, it's, it's different because we're, we're deciding schedules and things like that. But is it, quote, the school year or is it not? Mm-hmm. And what's my husband's schedule? Because he also works and he travels for his work. And so I want to know when is his, quote, busy season? When is he gone more? We like to not really cross over in terms of when we are traveling in our work because it just makes it so much harder, you know, mm-hmm. with childcare and things like that. And so together, collectively, we're really looking at what is this, what is our, what does our calendar look like? And where are we um, together as a family? Where do we need to be all hands on deck with the kids? And where can we have a little bit more freedom and flow um, within the schedule? And then because I've been in business for myself for 10 years, wow, I mean, it was uh, November of 2007 that I quit my last corporate job, like the last time I was a an employee mm-hmm. of a company was at that point. So I've you know almost been a business my, for myself for 10 years and I have a lot of experience now, you know, yep. and you've been here for that long. Like you've learned some stuff. <laughs> yep. You've learned some painful things. You've learned some, no matter if it was painful or not, very valuable, very valuable lessons. And so I can say, okay, based on the data that I have, based on where I am, um, that I'm not quote new, right? I'm not a novice anymore. What am I excited to to put myself behind? You know, what project can I get jacked up by? Because if I don't have juice around something, if I'm not energized by it, if I don't feel like I want to breathe life into that, because uh, you're going to have to for the project to take off. I mean, it's just what it is now. And the market is so much more cluttered and saturated for, you know, people doing the work that I'm doing, you know, with the helpers and teachers and coaches, right? Yeah. So if, if I'm not super fired up by it, that's just not worth it. And I've got to look at what's the financial payout. I'm a businesswoman. I'm a businesswoman. I'm a businesswoman. And, you know, for those listening who are businesswomen, y'all embrace that and celebrate it. And don't, you know, don't tiptoe around it. Like you got to be in that stuff, especially when you have a family and you're like, I don't have time to freaking just waste. You know, <laughs> like I'm doing this legit. And so I'm looking at where, um, which projects give me the biggest payout all around. And I think that's something that we forget because I mean, I feel like even for anyone listening who doesn't work or doesn't have their own business, like there's so many areas that we could be fired up about and Mm -hmm. there's so much we put up with. 
Mm -hmm. Um, Just I'm thinking of volunteering at school or a boss who always tells us they want to meet us at 430 in the afternoon when school ends or daycare ends. You know, like Mm -hmm. there's so many things that we just could be fired up with if we just I feel like if we switch just like a little Mm -hmm. nuance um, Mm -hmm. or change our mind or ask for what we need or whatever it happens to be. Um, volunteering at school was a big one for me, actually. <laughs> um, you, you that know, took up a lot of your time. It uh-huh. just, it just like, I just, I felt like I needed to do it for some reason. I don't even know why. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know to, I don't, I don't even know why. I mean, my kids were in a private school. Like I had nothing to prove I was paying for them to be at school. And what I realized right. at some point was that everything I volunteered for at that time was disconnecting me from my kids because I would volunteer for things like helping them do marketing and design and all the stuff that I knew how to do in my business. Right. Um, And so at some point I was like, this is, you know, ridiculous. And (laughs) I I sort of went off volunteering for anything for a while. But when I came back in it, I was like, you know what? There's things at school that they need help with that will actually connect me to my kids. Mm, You know, like there's actual like tangible two hour things that you can volunteer for. So sometimes I feel like there's a mind shift that can happen or just like a subtle change that can happen in your schedule that can actually make you enjoy things. But there's so many things that we don't enjoy and just talk bad about Mm -hmm. as human beings. Um, So I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And you can feel it. Yeah. So, so how do you know, both, I guess, in your work and your family, what your what's the process you go through to understand what it is that you want to work through? Mm-hmm. Like, what's that higher level visioning process? And then I want us to drill mm-hmm. down to how that plays out, like in a week. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of what I want to work through, like what I want to work on. Yeah. So like in a given mm-hmm. season, like I'm imagining that mm-hmm. certain seasons draw you more toward your family than your work mm-hmm. and other ones draw mm-hmm. you more toward your work than your family. I'm mm-hmm. maybe it's always 50, mm-hmm. 50. I don't know. <laughs> mm, probably not. Um, <laughs> but so like, how do you figure out how you want to spend your time in mm-hmm. a given season? Mm-hmm. Well, I, again, I look at that, that calendar view. Okay. Are there certain travels that we want to take? What's Steven's schedule look like? Where are the kids right now? Um, you know, when it's back to school energy, again, even though I homeschool now, my two oldest, it's still that back to school energy. And so where do I want, you know, and like, cause that's the season as we're recording this, we're coming into that now we're coming into this fall season. And so, I vibe on that too. Yeah. You know, I vibe on that not only for them, but for me and my people. And I yeah. know that my clients who, you know, vast majority of my clients are women and a lot of them are moms. They're feeling that like, let's, it's time to get back to work, right? Yeah. Like it's time to work. We're, we're in this trans transition. We have this transformation going on. It's like, it feels like we're going to we'll get this fresh start. And so I want to capitalize on that because I'm in it too. And I know they are. So I'm always not only feeling into what's going on, you know, in my life and my family, but I'm collectively as a planet and with my particular tribe, what's happening. And so I'll kind of look ahead and I, I very much, um, I'm very clairvoyant. So I see things, I'll see scenes in my mind. Mm -hmm. And I just wrote a, a, a blog post about this and put it up on social media recently. I said, called it, um, I see things before they happen. Mm-hmm. And this used to really freak me out because I did not know. I was like, what is this? You know, when I was younger, no one really explained it to me. And 
it was a little uh, scary. Like, what, what am I seeing? And some of this stuff looks completely crazy. Like, what is that? How is that ever going to happen? But I've learned to embrace that. It's a gift. I bring that gift to my business, to my family, to my clients. And so I'll see certain things and I'll feel it. The key for me is I'll see it and then, it, and then it's connected to that feeling state. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the feeling tells me, right on, keep going, keep following this, keep pursuing it. So send out some emails, make some calls, put up, you know, a post on social media, get some feedback, get some ideas. I did that, um, gosh, it was last summer. And I saw, um, I felt into it. I hear things too. Like, I think I just have all the Claire's, honestly, <laughs> like Claire Audience, Claire Sentient, Clairvoyant. I heard I was in a Kundalini yoga class and this message came into me and it said, it's time to lead a retreat in Costa Rica. Like it was right. very specific. And I never done that before. I led retreat, but never outside of the US and I had never even been to Costa Rica. So it's not like, oh, I've been there and it's my favorite place. Like, no, none of that. And so I just followed it. I trusted it. I trusted it and I put out the feelers. And earlier this year, I led my first ever retreat in Costa Rica and it was extraordinary. And I'm looking forward to doing that again. And so for me, it's I see things, I'll feel it, I'll hear it. And then I, I take action on that. And I, I just really have always been a calendar junkie, honestly, mm-hmm. Mia. Like since I was a little girl, you know, when you could start, like you really would start ca- carrying your calendar around with mm-hmm. you. Like your, I don't even remember what I called it, like my planner, my scheduler. It was pre-computer. And so it was all printed, right? And I would carry this thing around. I, I used to have like dreams slash nightmares of somebody wanting to like rob me. <laughs> and and I, I would take my purse and I was like, you can take everything in my purse, just don't take my planner, okay? <laughs> like, take my wallet, take everything, don't take the planner. It was all handwritten, right? Like, if you take that, I don't know where I'm going. Like, I have no idea what's happening. And so, you know, since I, as far back as I can recall, I have been in love with a calendar. And I can look at a month or a quarter and drop things into it and know that it's up to me then to breathe life into that. I co-create with with God, uh, with my higher power, and I make those dreams real. I bring those dreams into um, to tangible form, really. And so for me, I have programs that I'll be planning. You know, I have a few programs that are like our flagship, and my job is to decide when are they going to run. You know, when do those things start? What's the timeline? And I'm very into numerology. So I'll look to see, okay, what's the potential start date on that? Okay, the start date is, you know, this and do the numbers line up? Does that feel good to me? How will that impact my family? I also am playing around like around birth dates and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm like, okay, you know, Sean's birthday's on this, be really fun to have this program starting like right around his birthday because I know I'm going to be fully energized at that time because my body remembers what it feels like to birth, right? Mm. As women, if we've birthed, you're birthing something at that time. You birthed a child at that time. So for me, if I birth something, I very much will do that. Um, I'll choose a start date to coincide with a child's birth date, you know, right around there. Um, I'll look at my own birthday. I'll look at, you know, family members' birthdays and just trust that most things take longer than you think they're going to when it comes to planning. And so I give myself, you know, space. And I also have learned, Mia, that, you can't attach to the form that something is going to take. This is a spiritual uh, journey. And often we, well, it's going to be like this and it's going to be X number of calls. And then we, you know, we get so 
tied into the form and the shape. And what we've got to do, and this is for my, you know, my creatives in the, in the audience, those who are making things, right? And certainly businesswomen are in that camp. Like we're creating things. We're creating offerings that solve problems. We, we want to be able to put something out there and trust that when we connect in with a hungry market, the market is going to help us shape it. They're going to help us shape it. So I've learned that lesson time and time and again is to have the idea of how you want to serve and then start enrolling prospects in the idea and allow the idea to take shape and um, to go through those twists and turns because the market will evolve. And so just because something worked really well for you in a particular way five years ago or even a year ago (laughs) does not mean that that same format and that same way that you offered it and launched it is going to be as impactful today. Well, and and so, I, yeah, I think that's so important because I feel like we and and I think it actually goes over to everything, right? Because you were talking about how you're mm-hmm. in that physical stage, that se- physical season of motherhood. Um, yes. And personally being a little bit on the other side of that, because now mm-hmm. I have a preteen and a teen are my oldest mm-hmm. and my youngest is right. I think the same age as your oldest. Uh-huh. Um, eight, so he, she's still a little bit more physical, although getting out of it, but like the 13 year old, oh my God, it's like all mental and right. you, but like, yet we put so much energy into so many of the things we do. And there's so many things we need to put energy into, but then they change. And yes. so it's just interesting, like just, you know, doing your best, staying in action, following the leads, but just really being able to let go. And I, I, lo- I yes. love hearing that. Yes. Because um, it changes like every second. Oh my. It's going, <laughs> yeah, it's going to change. You're going to change. The yeah. thing that you thought was really awesome before is like, this isn't as awesome anymore. And you're just, you know, you're figuring it out as you go. Well, and it's, I, I feel like when we detach from that outcome, the actually the more we can usually lean into whatever it is that we're working on, like, you know, mm-hmm. from our work thing to getting our child to eat something new to mm-hmm. our own self-care, whatever it happens to be. Yes. Um, and you love the book as much as I do, The Surrender Experiment, which uh, you know, I feel like talks so much about that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, everyone, everyone needs to go read that book. Yeah. Go get it, like, immediately. Yeah, we'll put that in the show notes. It's a good book. Yeah. I listened to it driving across the country this year. It was just oh, like... Oh, that must have been helpful with the kids in the car, right? It was nice. Just... They heard it. They're like, who is this guy? <laughs> you know, at the beginning. Did he, <laughs> you know, did he narrate his own he book? Did. Did... He did. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was I a like good that. one. It was a really good, good one. Yes. So tell us a little bit. So you get, you sort of, it sounds like on a seasonal basis or, you know, every couple of months, you're really looking at your schedule and and leaning into what you want to do and what lights Mm -hmm. you up and what lights Mm -hmm. your audience up and what's going to light your family up. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you get it into your calendar, which I love that you're a calendar junkie because so am I, Mm -hmm. clearly. Mm -hmm. Um, And then how do you make that happen on a weekly basis? I, I know mm-hmm. that you have it's talked about um, time blocking. Yeah. But is that like your main tool for success? Like how do you make sure you get all those things in your calendar done? Because I just feel like mm-hmm. life throws us so many curveballs. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Well, I am a big fan of a project management tool mm-hmm. and that uh, you have to be working off of that. And so that's – what I know what I'm supposed to be doing is like I have project management. Yes. Yes, exactly. And so the projects get tasked out. 
Okay. So you have the major project and then you have the individual tasks that go into the project and you want to reverse engineer. Like when do things need to happen? This is where strategic planning comes into play. And even if you're not super in tune with like, what is strategic planning, you want to be able to pull out what is, you know, every task that is going to be required as much as you know, some things are just going to come up along the way that you couldn't forecast. But as much as you know, because you've done it before, or you've done your research, and you feel like this is what's going to be required, you you task all that stuff out and brain dump it out. And then you stick it into a project management tool. And my business, we use a tool called Asana. A-S-A-N-A. Yes, um, I too. And I always yeah, call it Asana, great. so I love that yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, I know. People call it Asana, and I'm like, I call it Asana. Asana. Because, well, in yoga, they're called Asana. Yeah, I love so it. That's it's, probably, um, what it, that's probably that's, right. It is what it is. The, the guy who created it was the co-founder of Facebook, yeah. and he's really into yoga. And so I'm like, it's yeah. awesome. I know, but cool. everyone calls it Asana, except I for me. Um, yeah, so, um, so yeah, we use that. And then I'm also, you know, I, I allow myself though to be inspired by like the moment and like, I know I've got to take action on something. I want to take action on something because that's in alignment with where I'm going, what the goal is, where we're headed. But if I get some new data and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm excited about this. I'm going to play with that. Then I'll play with that too. And so I have very like specific times that I can work based on, you know, my family's schedule, um, you know, when it, now with homeschooling, my life changed so much around that this summer, we've had a babysitter for a certain number of hours a week. And I'm just uber focused. Like I am one of the most focused people I know, honestly, because awesome. people say, how do you get so much done? I'm focused because what I have said yes to is fulfilling this mission. Okay. I'm on a mission. It's not just, I do this work because I would be bored otherwise. That's not what this is. I am committed to my mission. I am committed to my mission of helping spirit-led women, mostly coaches, creatives, healers, world changers, those who know that they have a message to share. Like you know that you have something that's changing the world. It's going to change the lives of those who are meant to receive it, right? And for me, mine are, you know, these entrepreneurial type women who are helping their people and they need support in um, taking their work to another level, making it more profitable, making it so that they can sell their stuff with more ease and grace and they can, you know, grow their tribe if that's what they're called to do, have group programs, lead retreats, like all this, this type of stuff that I'm super pumped about because I've done it and still do it. That's my mission. And I'm fired up by it because I know that women, we're the ones we've been waiting for. And we are the ones who are, who are making this planet you know, stronger and more compassionate and more empathic in all of it. And I just, I want to send that message out to all the women listening, um, the children of the world who, you know, it was different in past generations where we, women had to choose. You either worked or you stayed at home. I mean, and if you did work, your options were very, very limited, very limited. When my mother was growing up, she had three options of what she could be in college. And she wanted to do something outside of that. And her parents, no. And she listened to them. And so, and she never was happy in her work. Like I grew up with that. And so I grew up with a mother who was not happy fulfilling her work. And so I knew I want to be happy and fulfilling my work because yep. I got the message that I, I should work and that that would be wise. I grew up with um, divorced parents. Mm-hmm. And so as a woman, don't put yourself in a situation where you're in trouble financially, right. you know, where you're depending so much on somebody else or some other thing. And if that thing goes away or that person goes away, like you're effed. And so I, I had all these messages growing up and 
that has translated into a very, very focused mission for me where um, I just know that my job is to fulfill this mission. This is a uh, very spiritual feeling as well where I, I believe that our souls chose our body for a particular reason. Like we came here to impact change and to help people and we can do it through the container of our business, yep. through this body of work that we have. And even if you're, you know, in corporate or if, let's say you are this, you know, volunteer of the, of the year, you know, like you just give yourself to these causes. That's great too. Like whatever your thing is, just find it and throw yourself into it. Like just throw yourself into it. And you sound a little bit like me <laughs> in that, like, I couldn't imagine my life without my work. Mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine my life without my kids either. Right, right. But I am drawn to my work. I have to admit that. Like, I am admitting mm -hmm. that out loud. So mm -hmm. for me, actually, when I plan my day, I actually have to make sure that I can turn off my work. <laughs> me too. Um, and, <laughs> and really be present with my kids. Mm -hmm. um, because I want to do that. Like I love them yes. and I want to do that, but it's harder for me. It's easier for me to turn off like and shut the door and be in my office and get the work I want done than it is for me to turn off my war work and go and be the mom who's cooking and organizing the house. And you know what I mean? Yes. yes. And I hear that. I think I hear that a little bit in you. I don't want to like yes. pre- no, you're you. correct. <laughs> you're correct in that. It's challenging. It's definitely yeah. challenging. And I believe that you know, again, in generations past, like, let's take my husband's family, for example, it would be reversed and that you would be describing his father, you know, mm -hmm. and that was totally okay. You know, like, of course, that's what the men did, right? They went out and mm -hmm. worked then and they gave a lot of themselves to that. And they brought home, you know, the majority or all of the the family income. Yep. And then the moms were the ones at home. And so now we're in this different place where uh, for many families, they're two income um, households, right? Dual yep. income. And so how can we do it? And in my case with my husband and myself, I definitely am the one who's more into the work, into my work. Um, he enjoys his work, but it's not, it doesn't drive him the way that mine does. Yep. And that works for us because he can take, you know, more of, I won't say the slack, but he can take more on you know, at home, like he'll do the grocery shopping. Um, he handles certain things that I'm not going to handle. I'm just not, I don't have the space for it. And he's happy to do it. He enjoys doing it. He makes the appointments for like the cars to get fixed and you know, all that kind of stuff, which I forget that cars even need to do that. Just work forever like that. Why not? And he handles all that. And I'm so grateful to him because it frees me up. So that when I am working, I'm focused on, you know, those, those high level projects. But the challenge for me, Mia, has been, you know, and again, we're going to shift back into the school year, um, is to say, okay, let's, when I am homeschooling, to be really present in that. And then one thing we're looking forward um, to as we start this new year is bringing on some more support yeah. around that. And, you know, just because we're homeschooling doesn't mean that Stephen and I need to do all of it. You know, yeah. like we, we had support last year, but we're looking at how we can even bring on more support. And we, we had something really cool happen for us. That's once it comes to fruition, I'll share more about it, but, uh, to just realize, Hey, you can do this and you, you've got to figure out your, your optimal design yep. and this change, this will evolve as you do. And as your kids do, but whatever you desire, you can create, it, it just is a matter of deciding and, and running those experiments. And that's why the surrender experiment is such a great book. It, 
I talk about that so much with my people. I'm like, just run experiments, run experiments, don't attach to any of it. And then, you know, you make a decision and you, you commit to that decision for a season and then you can run some more experiments and you can yeah. have a new, you know, a new design and it all just, you'll get there. Yeah, actually, the the opt-in that's always offered at the end of the podcast is 101 weekly wellness experiments. So I think you can even do it on a weekly basis, you know, just yeah. experiment with drinking more water, or going on a walk every morning, or, you know, yeah. there's so many little things that we feel are so big, but if you just take them on for like five days, then mm-hmm. you can figure out how to work them into your life, which is very in vibe with what I'm hearing you say, mm-hmm. um, that you sort of have to figure out what you want to do and then figure out how to make that work within your framework of life and family and what everyone's commitments are. Absolutely. And there's always support out there. There's people who can help you. There are books you can read. There are programs you can join. There's, I mean, there's just, there's so much out there. And I, I hope that your audience gets that Mia, that no matter what they're going through or they feel like they're the only one who has this thing going on. It's like, no, you're not. (laughs) Yeah. No, there's a lot. Yeah, and no, there's the a lot. The key is to just talk about it. Like we, and that's the thing too with with where we are now as a society with you know social media, everything looks perfect, and it's not. You know, things look perfect for Instagram, and um, some people call Facebook fake book. And listen, I love Facebook. I, it has been fabulous for my work, and I'm grateful for the connections that it's allowed me to to cultivate. But when we can really just be real with each other and say, "Here's what's going on," and what do we want and how can we work together to get there? That that's when extraordinary things will occur. And that's when, that's when things get a lot more fun. Okay. So I have to ask you one question cause I know you're going to have a good answer to it. And then we're going to get into wrapping the two wrap up questions, mm-hmm. but do you have any self care food practices that are really important to you that you mm-hmm. fit in on a daily basis? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So every morning my, I, I have my two go-to drinks, if you will. I get up and I put water in the kettle and I put it on and that's like my ritual. Mm -hmm. And so then it gets warm and I pour two cups, one with just plain water and I put lemon in there. I always have lemons. Like I tell my husband, he goes to the store, like the three things that are always going to make me happy, Steve, lemons, fresh flowers, and seltzer. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've heard you say that before. I love that. Yeah, like everything else. I mean, you know how to handle everything. But just those three things, please, I will be such a happy camper. And so um, I'm religious about lemons especially. And so I put my lemon, I squeeze that lemon in there. And I do like a quarter of the lemon. Like I go for it. And then the other cup is my green tea. Mm -hmm. And so I go move into the green tea and I put lemon in there. And then I also have this concoction. They sell it. They probably sell it near you too. It's um, it's a company that's based here in the Berkshires where I live in Massachusetts. It's called Fire Cider. It's it's not oh, yeah. Fire Cider's around, but this company is like called Fire Cider. And anyway, so we buy their Fire Cider, and I pour some Fire Cider into this drink, and it's like cayenne pepper, honey, like other stuff in there, and it gets me going. Like apple I, cider vinegar, right? Is that, yeah, is that what it's based? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I pee so many times before like yeah. 10 a.m. Yeah. My body is moving. Yeah. And it gets me going. Like I'm ready to go. And I've learned that warm water is the best for me. Like cold water, especially first thing, it does not work for my constitution. I'm into Ayurveda. I'm Vata. And um, if you know about that, it's, it's that knowledge is power because I know that the warm is, is best for my constitution. It gives me that 
that gentle start to my day, but very energizing start to my day. Uh, actually, um, for anyone listening, um, actually your friend, Kate Stillman, has been on the, the podcast. So go look for her episode and I'll put it in the oh. show notes because she dives in in a beautiful way to the world of Ayurveda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's definitely a big, uh, a big ritual of mine. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so that's how you start off your morning. And are the kids awake yet or no? That's like your time. Sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. No, ideally I get up before them. But I have learned to listen to my body. And you know, we're recording this when there was like a big full moon and mm. the eclipse. And, and my body needs more rest. And that has been an, like a lifelong journey for me to listen to my body. Yeah. Really listen to her and, and give her what she needs. And there's times that I just need that rest because there's there's a lot of bigness in the, in the ether and I, yeah. I rest it out. So ideally, yes, I'm up before they are, but that doesn't always happen. But I'm, I'm, that's my two go-to things. And it's honestly hard when I travel, when I, that routine is more challenging, you know, if yeah. you're in like a different place Hotel. and it's not there. Exactly. I think I might have to start traveling like with tea bags. Like I'm going to be that woman. <laughs> I, I travel with tea bags. I'm that woman. <laughs> I travel with tea, tea bags and it green, really pow green powder. I, I mean, yeah, it makes a big difference. Are you kidding? Oh my God. Yeah. Like those places traveling can be brutal on the body. When I'm in a, when I'm in a car, I bring a blender. I fully admit it. <laughs> I'm that girl. Yeah, you, yeah, you go. I know people who do that. I do have a Vitamix. I, I don't use it as much as I once did. It's better in the summer for me because, yeah. again, with like the smoothies are best for me in the summer because they're cold and that kind of thing. Um, I got some insight last winter. I did an Ayurvedic consultation. She's like, not in the winter. You just want to be doing like your stews and like super warm stuff, like hearty. Because my body definitely takes it takes a beating in the winter yeah. because I'm just I'm thin. I've got the Vata thing going on and I've, you know, every year I aim to get more knowledge around that. And, you know, I, I went to India a few months ago on an Ayurvedic and yoga quest and I learned a lot and I've definitely been applying that to oh, cool. yeah, what I eat and how I show up. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then uh, one more thought on all that, but I'm imagining because I'm somebody who's also a, a little bit clairvoyant um, but I have to, that means I have to create a lot of space uh -huh. and a lot of quiet, um, yes. which I've somehow figured out how to integrate in with my exercise. So I do yoga and go on a lot of walks. Yeah. Um, and so do you find that kind of space as well between homeschooling and doing all this work? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very crucial. And, uh, yeah, it's, I have to have that. Absolutely. When I don't have it, I start I don't, I'm not nice. Yeah. And what's <laughs> your not, favorite way to like find quiet and space? Definitely going to yoga and yep. going on a hike, going oh, on a hike. You know, yeah. Like you, just like you. Oh, and sometimes, you know what, Mia? Taking a shower. Just Ooh, taking a shower is a good shower. one. Just getting in that shower by myself. You know, my kids sometimes still show up in there. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> the bathtub, I'm like, okay. So I got to like hide out. I'm like, Steven, I'm going to go take a shower. Don't tell anyone. And so I'm like closing the door and I go into that shower because I also get extremely powerful downloads when I'm in the shower. And we have a door that steams up in there, a glass door. And I'm yeah. like just getting things out. So yeah, shower, hiking, and um, yoga. In fact, when we finish this, our sitter is going to go and I'm going to get my daughter and take her on a walk. If I can't do like a full hike, like to my favorite mountain, 
Yeah. yeah, where we live, it's beautiful and it's definitely a challenging walk. I can do a good, especially when I have the kids out there, it's going to take a good 45 minutes to do the loop. Yeah. And, um, and that, that's, that's enough. You know, I'm like, yep. okay, I just need to move my body. That's yep. crucial. I need to move my body. I need to have space. I need to have quiet. And I've learned to communicate that to my husband. He knows. He's like, would it be helpful if I take, you know, all the kids and do this? I'm like, yes, yes, that would be very helpful. Because and everyone take in that yeah. she says yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I think we forget guilt. to do that sometimes. <laughs> like, zero guilt. Zero. Yes. Like, Love yes, it. that would be extraordinary. And yes, let's let's do that. And that's been the key, too, with my work. Like, when I lead these retreats, um, you know, I've, that's one of my favorite parts of my work is I lead these very, very deep transformative retreats. They're often part of a larger program that I'm leading. Um, which is also fabulous because I've gotten a chance to get to know these people, you know, mm -hmm. before we gather and then we're going to spend more time together after the retreat. So it's not like an immediate good luck to you. You know, I like, I like developing relationships and I really like to, um, to hold somebody through a process because yep. that's key. And so, uh, just me attending those retreats are some quiet time, even though I'm serving and they're full yeah. on, it's time for myself. And I'm usually in my own room and I'm in some awesome place. And it's very, very energizing for me to do that. And my husband is so great about knowing, like, this is what Jenny does. And my kids see that, too. This is what mom does. Like, mom does these things. And I want them to see that. And I, I want them to participate as much as they can. They'll help sometimes, like, with mailings and things that we get going on. I, I just want them to see another piece of the mission that you can create anything that you decide to create. And... Um, you just, you make that decision and you figure it out. It's all, it all can be figured out. And, you know, I just want the kids to know that you don't have to rely on some company, some outside, uh, entity, right. To give you a chance, it's like yeah. you create your own chances, you create your own opportunities. And when you do that, when you find the thing that you love to do and you just put yourself behind it and keep working towards it, amazing things will happen. And our kids pick up on it, for mm -hmm. sure. My son just yeah. mapped out his morning routine, and he's been waking up before me, which I'm not so sure how I feel about. <laughs> and he, he he goes, and he goes, like, running in nature, and he comes back, and he makes himself, like, a, a tea and a breakfast. I mean, it's the most amazing. It's, like, the funniest That's thing awesome. ever. I'm like, okay. I guess you can have one, too. I'm not the only one who gets a morning routine in this household. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, my sons have been at their grandparents, and – they, they, she helped them make a YouTube video on how to make slime. You know, like kids are into this. Yeah. They just learned like three days ago, how to make slime through these friends of ours, daughter. And now like yesterday and Sean, he's done that. Sometimes he loves coming on to live streams. Like when I'll lead a yes. video, he's like, mom, can I come on? He likes to see the emojis, but he taught something to one of my, to my audience several months ago. And then when he was just with his grandmother, like he did a video, this, he and my other son, they did this video and it was really cute. <laughs> this yeah, is, it's amazing. You know, yeah, that they can see, hey, I'm going to, like, I just feel like when you have that um, drive inside of you to be a teacher, to be a guide, yeah. to say, hey, this is what I found that has worked and let me share it with you. Yep. So Jenny, tell people how they can find you. Yeah. Well, one thing I wanted to, to give uh, to your audience, Mia, just because we talked so much about schedules and all that, uh, I created something it's a scheduled template tool and some tips to go along with it that everyone can grab. You can just go to jennyfenning.com slash 
schedule. That's jennyfunny.com slash schedule. And you can just grab it. And this is kind of blank open schedule. You can go in and, and I, you'll get a blog post that I wrote several years back, but it's still relevant about how to uh, chunk your time and how to block things off. And there's three different categories that I'll talk you through that'll wrap your head around really how to get a lot of things done, even if you don't have a lot of time. <laughs> Love it. So yeah, that's, I think the best uh, place for, for everybody to go. And, you know, I'm very uh, active on Facebook. So y'all can find me there. And me, I love what you're doing. I'm so excited that you're, you know, bringing this energy out into the world, what you feed yourself and how you, you know, how you step into your flow and uh, just just being healthy is, it's so important. And I'm, I'm very grateful for the work that you're doing. Thank you. But I can't let you off the hook before I ask the final question I ask everybody. (laughs) So um, tell us about a meal that has had a big impact on you either because of the food, the company, or some aha you had while having it. It doesn't <laughs> okay. have to be long. <laughs> oh, like the, the first, oh, yeah, totally. It was the first time when I saw I was like, okay, there was this one meal. Like, that, that was just, it was a crazy meal, and it taught me things about where, what I didn't want to be doing in my life. But um, the meal that, that really comes through me now is the meal that my husband and I had. We were in Kauai, um, which is, you know, a part of Hawaii. And we were having this wonderful Italian uh, meal at a restaurant called Dondero's. It was on site of the Hyatt Poipu, Poipu Beach in, in Kauai. And it was this fabulous meal overlooking the water. And, it, you know, the weather there is just perfect. And we had had this epic trip through Hawaii. Like, Hawaii is one of my favorite places on, on earth. And uh, we went to order dessert. And my favorite dessert at that time, and I still appreciate it, is um, uh, creme brulee. Creme brulee. Mm. And so they're bringing the creme brulee out and uh, they open up the top. You know, they had this beautiful presentation of the creme brulee. And on the plate was an, uh, an engagement ring. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a great meal. Yeah, that was a great meal. And, and I knew we were going to get engaged on that trip because I'm, you know, type A and I like organize like alongside my husband. I'm like, oh, I'm involved in this, too. Like, OK. But I didn't know how exactly he was going to do it. You know, it's not surprising for people who really know me that like I'm involved Um, but yeah, it was just such a wonderful meal and he got down on one knee and asked me to marry him. And, um, so every time I have the opportunity to have creme brulee now, I think about that time and I look forward to going back to that restaurant with our children, but it was just, you know, one of those unforgettable meals. And we've been married now for more than 12 years, three kids living the dream and, you know, but every day recommitting to each other, recommitting to this journey, working through the stuff and, just so grateful that uh, we've continued to remain on the same page and want to uh, take our family to to the same place, basically. So that's the meal. <laughs> I love that. That it's is a great story. Life. So thank you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so thank you so much for your time. I know we went over, um, but everything, every nugget you shared was awesome. So hopefully everyone really enjoyed that. Thanks, Mia. So thanks. You're welcome. Bye, Busy Mamas. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Meals podcast. All right, you guys, I hope you loved that interview as much as I loved talking with Jenny. This is like the best job ever because I just feel like I get to talk with the most amazing people, most amazing people ever. Love this part. So at the end of every episode, I share three doable changes that I take away from my interview. And I talk a lot about doable changes in my world. And here's why. What I found is as I was tackling my health and 
my business and money and family, all these things sort of a little bit separately, what I realized is I would always have these big desires to change everything at once. And I would write down a hundred ways that I wanted to be different. And sometimes I would even dive into all hundred of those ways for a couple days or sometimes even a couple weeks. But what would happen as a mom of three is that all of a sudden somebody would get sick or I would get sick or there would be a conference day at school or something would happen and it would throw me off my game and the second I was thrown off my game of those 100 things, it was hard to get back in. So what I started doing was just really tackling one thing at a time, one doable change. And I started this with my health and sort of have migrated this into other areas of my life. And what I do is maybe I pick that one thing for a week or a couple days and I play with it and I figure out how to fit it into my life, how to have fun with it because we don't continue anything that doesn't have fun, but really how to just fit it into our lifestyles, how they exist. And there are always things that I know I need to do and seem really easy, but are harder to do in practice. And sometimes it takes me a month to do, to figure out how to really incorporate one in a way that really fits in and is fun. But what happens is, as I look back at a year, I see this adding up of all these doable changes that I've really taken on one by one. And I see what a big impact they're all having on my life since I've actually figured them out. And this is really huge for me. So I encourage everyone in my audience to do this. And in every episode, as I said, I like to pull out three. Now, I've also written up a document with 101. So you can always go to plansimplemeals.com slash 101 and get my 101 health-related um, doable changes. But on this episode, Jenny shared some good ones. So the first thing that she shared that she does, and I think is great for all of us, is start the day with lemon water. So try starting your day with warm lemon water and you just heat the water and pour it over a quarter lemon in a glass. And it's a great way to start the day either in the summer or the winter and just it kickstarts your system in a way that's very cleansing. And I highly recommend this practice. It's something that I personally have integrated into my daily routine as well. And I loved hearing Jenny talk about how she does it. And you might have heard, for example, that she, her husband grocery shops, so she always makes sure he has lemons. So little things like that or how you would make this happen in your week of making this your doable change. The second thing she shared was move your body. So this is a big one. And she shared how she's now sort of looking at this a little bit differently and having more fun with it. So there's a lot of ways to move your body. And finding one or several that work for you is really important. So don't think that you have to have an hour free to go to the gym because that usually backfires on us as busy moms. But just try taking a walk, even if it's with your kids, just to get moving. Or And it's great for them, right? But if you can, you could also escape alone, which I also believe in. But what are ways you can move your body really intentionally? Stretching at home, doing some yoga poses at home, doing jumping jacks, so many possibilities. So maybe write down, play with what those are for a week. That would be one doable change. So start the day with lemon water is one, move your body is a second, and the third one is find quiet time. So Jenny talks a lot about her intuition, about how she sort of 
decides what's next less based on what her mind says and more based on what her spirit says she should do. So in order to cultivate this, quiet time is really important. And like her, I recognize that this is hard to get with kids. We both have three kids. So a great practice is, you know, in that move your body thing, try going for a walk alone or clear space for a long shower alone. So many ideas can come in a shower. And you have to ask for it. Ask your partner to take the kids on errands or to stay home with them if it's the walk thing so that you can go on a quiet walk. Sometimes we have to set this up, but that's that's part of the deal. We shouldn't feel guilty, but having those quiet spaces are really important for understanding what our next big moves might be. So the three doable changes from this episode again are start the day with lemon water, move your body, find quiet time. Not all three meant to do at once, but pick one for the next week, work on it, have fun with it, play with it, and make it a real part of your life. And I will see you guys on the next episode of the Plan Simple Meals podcast. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple Meals podcast. If you like what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give us is to share Plan Simple Meals with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast at iTunes. I absolutely love sharing simple solutions to help busy families eat clean and live well. Visit HealthyMomsMeetup.com and come join in on the fun. In our free group, you can chat with me and other health-seeking moms, get new recipes and tips, and never be at a loss in the kitchen again. Come join the fun at HealthyMomsMeetup.com. I cannot wait to meet you there.